Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. was recorded as part of the Unmute Live podcast festival all the way back in October, but we're putting it out now because restaurants are tentatively open again. So here is our live episode with the wonderful Ed Gamble. Hello and welcome to Nobody Panic, the live version. I'm on my bed and Tessa, you're buy some flowers. Oh yes, I look. I've dec- I'm decorating the um, just making the area look nice. I'm also so I'm off great. the edge of my bed, squ- squatting Excellent. off the edge of the bed. Glam- glamorous locations. Today we are talking about how to be the perfect diner in a restaurant with Ed Gamble. Let's get this show on the road. Let's bring him out. Here he is. Oh, he's-, he's already here. I'm here already. Ed Gamble. Room for me, guys. Room for a small one. I was faded in. Faded in so dramatically. Hello, Ed Gamble. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. How are you guys? Yeah, all right. You've got a fancy old setup there. You look like an old-fashioned uh, sports commentator. Yes, that's very much the vibe I'm going for. That's I'm looking to corner uh, sports in the past, oh. finally. <laughs> At the beginning of every podcast episode, we like to ask each other the most adult or adult thing they've done this week. Edmund Gamble. <laughs> What's the most adult thing you have done this week, or adult thing, X-rated thing you've done this week? I'll uh, I'll stick with the uh, sort of PG thing that I've been up to this week. Mm. Um, I mean, we briefly did a quick peek behind the scenes. We did a technical uh, a technical run through of this show. We just checked everything was working, uh, and everyone seemed to be amazed that I was uh, drinking out of a massive water jug. <laughs> <laughs> there That's it is. The size of it's, me. Uh, yeah, it's two liters. I try, I'm trying to get through uh, two of these a day, uh, which feels adult. I'm trying to stay hydrated, but also I think it might be indicative of the fact I don't have a lot on. It understood. So I think I'm just, as long as I stay hydrated, I feel like I've achieved something in my day. That's a massive, Very that's good. a huge achievement. Also, that thing looks like an office water cooler. Like, that's absolutely huge. Yeah, well, just me and the other people who work here gather around it and we, uh, we chat about what we've been up to and what we've seen on TV. <laughs> Uh, but no one else drinks it other than you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's just it's just me, and I can't stress this enough. No, no one else works here. <laughs> well done. It's, drink, it's impressive. Tip my lemon gin and tonic tea. Tessa, what's your adult thing this week? Oh, I'm not telling you that. I'm just telling you about uh, what I'm drinking, which is this uh, car car fruit punch. One of these. I'm bad drinking boys. a car. I'm drinking a whole car, and I put it in this fancy glass. And let me tell you, I'm absolutely loving it. Forty pence from your local real re- realtor, re- real <laughs> retail re- outlet. <laughs> 
just go to your local real estate vendor um, and just ask for a glass and they'll give it. I'll give you one and then they'll give you a glass. What, give you but one. what is the adult thing that you've done this week, Tessa? Come on, give it to me. Oh, God. Mine is uh, got f- 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 a bra on. <laughs> yes. Put a bra good. on. And I've honestly, I put it on and I was like, wow, th- these are high. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, and I used to wear this every day, did I? And it was, and it was up here. And I just, I was like, I kept being like, I could put my chin on them. They're so high up. Um, I basically not had a bra on all lockdown. And um, it was like putting on like an 18th century corset. I was like, I don't think this will survive. Um, but it felt very grown up. I went, I, um, I had a, you know, I was like, all right, I'm committing. I'm putting this bra on. I'm, I'm going out for the day. Look, I've got dressed, you know? So it felt pretty Very good. Very good. That that feels too high. The bar yeah. what, here? They, or the bosoms. Yeah, you you sort you were sort of saying they were here and you know, look. Yeah, or I'm here. Not, I'm not here. I'm not here to explain bras to. to no, bra, bra look, can you not? But that can feels you not? high, doesn't it? Huh. Honestly, it that is they. Well, they've been about to my navel most lockdown, and now sure. they're like honestly the. I just was taken aback that how high they were, and I would say yeah, like a. I could have given, I could have put my chin on there. <laughs> you can balance a cereal bowl and just enjoy some honey yeah, Cheerios. Lap away, lap in. away at the cereal bowl like a dog. Lovely. Yeah, lap and away. that's it. And that's and that and that's the new normal. Okay, and that's <laughs> that's what we can all. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Um, oh God, what's yours? My adult thing is uh, it's not really an adult thing because I did get scammed. Oh, God. I went on a popular second-hand clothing and apparently electricals app, Depop, thought I'd like some AirPods, but I don't want to pay the amount that is happening for them. Um, turns out if somebody is selling AirPods for £40 and then tells you, can you please take the buyer protection off because I, I need money now, uh, and you do Ooh. that... Um, it's it's a scam and what was so sad about oh. it was that when I did it I knew it was a scam but I thought maybe they do need the money and sometimes Stevie you've got to put a little bit of trust out there otherwise you don't get anything back and then yeah. they just took the money from me oh. yeah but I think the adult thing was I dealt with it very well I was like yeah. ah and then rather than cry I thought oh I hope that they did scam me for the reasons that they gave, which was that they needed the money. Can I see your scam story and raise you a scam story? Of course. It's actually it's hu- it's actually a hustle. So many years ago, I was walking along um, London's South Bank and I saw a hustle. So I had seen it, this thing they were doing on the TV show, The Real Hustle. And you put you put balls under cups. Like one man is putting balls under cups and you say, like, find the ball. And then a crowd gathers... And you're like, oh, it's there, obviously, under the middle ball. And someone, like, puts... You double your money. So you you give £20, and they give you back double if you guess where the ball is. And then... But then two of the people in the crowd are also part of the scam. So that when you're just watching as a punter, you're like, oh, yeah, okay, well, this guy keeps winning. Like, oh, my God, I can do it as well. So I saw this happening at a distance, and I was like... I was like, I was alone. I was like, guys, there's a hustle. This is a hustle. And I went on. I was like, I've seen, I was like whispering to people in the thing being like, this is a hustle. <laughs> and then I just watched it for so long that I was like, I think I know where the ball is. <laughs> I got hustled. I got, I got hustled. And you knew it was a hustle. I, I, I knew it was a hustle. I fucking, I paid it. I did it. I gave my money in and the ball wasn't there. I got hustled. <laughs> 
that's and I just, the confidence and I, of that, of being like, it's a hustle, but I'm going to out-hustle the hustler now, is, that's really impressive. Oh yeah, and it's like, I see your game, but I think I can get you. <laughs> so funny. I've thought about it for years, because honestly, I remember walking away, just like feeling like the electric buzz of being hustled. Just my brain was like, you're, a, you're an imbecile. I can't believe it happened to me. Anyway, and then last year, walking along Westminster Bridge, I saw it again. And I was like, no. okay, don't don't go anywhere near it, <laughs> obviously. But I saw this old guy was like watching for ages and then he went to like open his wallet and I was like, oh my God, no, no, no. I'm going to go get that old man and make sure he doesn't get involved in this hustle. And I, and I was like about to go up and be like, no, no, sir, sir, sir. And then as I got to him, he opens his little old wallet like that, pulls out his police badge. It was the police. <laughs> it was yes. the popo. The yeah, hustler got a hustle. Effing po. <laughs> That's such right? a good what cyclical a, story. What a circular tale. And then, and then the policeman got, and then the policeman got hustled, yeah. right? <laughs> and then he in turn was also part of the hustle and round and round the hustle. And somehow you gave 20 pounds Just heist again. in the highs. And you ended up in jail and, I, and <laughs> with no money. I was like, <laughs> I just gave out 20 pounds. Anyway, then I took the guy for dinner and I said to him, what makes a perfect diner? And lo, <laughs> listen, how to be well behaved in restaurants, how to be a good egg. Um, we've got uh, Ed Gamble, of course, from um, Hit, uh, critically disclaimed yet and, 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 and quite poor. Disclaimed and poor podcast. Yeah. Bad, no, bad. How would you, how bad would you critically disclaim a podcast? <laughs> you, you'd just be like, it doesn't exist. It's not a podcast, it's I not would real. Critically, I would critically disclaim you by repeatedly trashing you in the press. That's what I would do. I'd love that. I'd I'd love a bit (laughs) of beef. Imagine if we just started a terrible rivalry (laughs) that in years to come they made documentaries about and it was called, well, Podcast Wars. That's not very good, isn't it? Let me think of it and I'll dwell on what our documentary is about. Of course not. It's a good podcast. It's much much loved. People shouted, uh, people shouted, have a popodom, you wanker, or something, while you ran the marathon. Is that right? <laughs> yes, that's the catchphrase. Have a popodom, you wanker. We say it to every guest we have. It's uh, some of the guests we don't actually know very well, so it's a bit much uh, when we have people on who we don't know. Is to have a popodom, you wanker. <laughs> what did they say to you when you ran the marathon? Popodoms or bread is is the catchphrase, uh, which is it's shouted aggressively by James A. Caster, but. But now I've heard the alternative of have a poppadom you wanker. Poppadoms or bread are positively polite. I'm so sorry. I really got in my intros. head that people like quite meanly like trolled you as you ran the marathon. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Oh, no. I think it was, it was quite friendly. It was supposed to be supportive and hey, I know, uh, I know your podcast and I enjoy your podcast. No one. <laughs> In your head, were they throwing poppadoms at me as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's honestly what I thought. I mean, I thought it was in good humour. I thought they were, I didn't think they disliked you. I thought they were like, they just knew, but you at like 20 miles were like, this is not, I haven't got any badinage. Please don't, don't do my, don't do bits with me. I feel sick. Stop calling me a Yeah, that's honestly what I thought. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway, the podcast, I haven't even said it, the podcast is called Off Menu. Yes. I'm so sorry, I, I shouldn't be allowed to be in charge of the intros. <laughs> I was going to say very quickly that they, the reason we've got Ed on to talk about food and restaurants is that they have, um, every guest, they have like a fantasy, di- a fantasy diner, a fan, like that, 
they're fantasy meals. So yes. the guest will discuss basically anything you can imagine about food opinions. Yeah, we do have a pop you wanker. Uh, we do uh, still or sparkling, you twat. Yeah. Sparkling is insane to me. I wouldn't have sparkling if you paid me. You think it's lemonade. It's a, it's a dreadful drink. So you uh, again, you, you get hustled every time, do you? <laughs> what? So, Even though you're holding what, it so going, some... I know, I know it's not lemonade. I know it's not lemonade. It might be lemonade. <laughs> Good Lord. And lo, what makes a perfect diner? For the podcast, we were saying, you know, I was like, I could bring my, uh, I used to be a, wait- a waitress for many years. And Tessa said, and I will uh, list all of the things that I demand I was like, this is going to be really great. No, I'd like to say, excuse me, I'm, listen, I'd like to say I have 10 years of catering under my belt. And sometimes in public restaurants, I, I panic when someone shouts service and I think I have to get the meal. I know. Listen, don't think I haven't done my time in the kitchen. I 100% I've seen you do your time you've seen me get um, up in restaurants to serve meals when we have gone out for dinner <laughs> and I, I don't think that's a good way of being a perfect diner I don't think you should ever get up no. and start trying to help <laughs> I think that's if anything the worst thing you can do there's an amazing Kirby Enthusiasm episode where uh, Larry can see his food on the pass uh, oh. and it's not being brought over to him so he just gets up and gets it himself and it must be the most infuriating thing if you're working in a restaurant if if a diner decides, I'll oh, just go and help out. Can I carry that for you? Can I do that? Just getting in the way. It's both patronising no. and also very it, it upset. There's like a, even if it doesn't look like it, there is a system. So when a diner takes the food off the pass, then the waiter looks at the pass and goes, I guess the chef has taken it away. So then just nothing will ever happen. You'll never get, like, then you'll get another meal no one will ask you for salt and pepper if you want it, or parmesan cheese if you've got an Italian dish. But let's, should we go through the process chronologically, as it were? So, like, mm. when from you door? arrive at the restaurant. I'm on the charm offensive from minute one in a restaurant because my mm. nightmare is anyone thinking that I'm not a good person. So I'm straight through the door, and if anything, I'm probably too much. <laughs> I'm basically arriving like it's my friend's house and I'm so great I'm so grateful to be there. Thank you so much. Oh would you like this table here? Yes, please. Sit me on the floor, feed me like a dog. I don't care. Thank you so much for everything. <laughs> when you get shown to your table, I'm very much like I've got a table. Thank you so much. Whereas I the person I'm with will pretty much nine times out of ten be like sorry, can we go over by the window? And that's not necessarily rude and I'm not saying no. that's the wrong thing. Because you also should you should ask for what you want. However, I curl up and die inside, and I'm like, I can I actually. I'll sit in the bin. I'll sit, I'll sit in the bin, and then you can feed me litter, Tessa. <sighs> okay, yeah. So I just, <laughs> I'm I'm the person who would like to move the table. Yes, I know. Yes, it's me. Food makes or breaks my day. So if this meal, if I'm in the wrong corner and there's a good table, I just, I, I'll just be, spend my whole meal. I'll just be like, I forget it, forget it. Why well, I might as well go home, you know? I'm so well, miserable that I'm in the... It's the way in which you say it, so I guess you can... Yeah, there's, I suppose then... Oh, my God, I'm I'm also on the charm offensive. Listen, mm-hmm. I am... Um, I also want to be everybody's favourite. I want everyone to... I'm trying to make everybody laugh. I want everybody to think I'm a great gal, but I also really want that table in the... <laughs> by the window, you know? <laughs> yes. And I, and I also... I'm quite... I'm, I gauge whether my dining companion will die if I ask, or if there's somebody who... Oh, if we good. move, that will be uh, that will be fine. So Tessa, I would never. If we, if we ever go to a restaurant, please don't ask to move. Don't tables. say a fucking word. <laughs> no, saves no me with no dread. Way. I will. I'd I'd rather uh, you ask to move tables yep. and they, as a punishment, sit us next to the toilet. <laughs> I don't think. 
<laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, ask to move tables, and I move, but you remain. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, know? you go, you go away. Sit in this. I, I just, song. I don't want to cause any trouble whatsoever. So I want, I want to sit there eating my meal, even if I'm by the toilet, even if I'm in an alley out, out the back. I want to sit there, I want to eat my meal and think, I bet they're all in the kitchen now talking about what a nice guy I am. Well, also as well, from the waitress perspective, you get obviously areas and often when there's a busy time, you have to seat somebody in a particular area because that person, that waiter doesn't have anyone, for example, that they're looking after, whereas you have 17,000. And then what happens is the person goes, sorry, can I sit there? And you're like, brilliant. Yes, I'll also serve you as well as 15 other people. So there's often a reason that you don't realise as to why you... And, but also I was going to say, what do you guys feel about the, the kind of new... It's not new, it's not like I'm 90 years old, but the idea of, you know, like uh, Wagamama or um, I was gonna say, Basaba Eat Thai, where you sit with people, like there's not separate tables, because... I found I've seen people being like, "Sorry, can I? Can I not?" It's like, well, no, that's the vibe of the restaurant. You're going to have to sit on a table with other people. What What do you guys feel about that? It never really feels like you're sitting on a table with them, though, does it? Like they're just like bench yeah. seats, is what they mean. And I'm kind of fine yeah. with that. I mean, we'll get to Wagamama, I'm sure, but I'm, I've never been on board with <laughs> the food comes out when it's ready. It's like, well, prepare it oh, at different times then. Don't. Okay, Even. so that. Okay, so here we are at Polar Opposites because I, if they say food comes out when it's ready, I say, wonderful, marvellous, thank you, bring it, bring it as you wish, hours apart if you, if you must, you know? And I wouldn't mind what at all. But, but So do I. Table, I, I don't I, tell them to F off, but like... Sounds you're, like you're, Ed does. No, <laughs> Well, no, I don't, I don't tell them to F off. Yeah, privately I do, but... Um, privately. <laughs> uh, but the, the, even the phrase, the food comes out when it's ready... I want to go, okay, well, mm. can you time it so it's all Could ready at the not? same time we can yes! get together? That's what a How restaurant is. It, yeah. That's what the dining out <laughs> experience is. Otherwise, I would just eat at home and make those yeah. things. I have come out because the whole point of it is that you bring me my meal with my yeah. friend's meal and we have yeah. a meal. But it's a new thing of like, oh, yeah, also, can you get your own cutlery as well? And you have to get your own yeah. sauces and you also have to get all your stuff. And also the food comes out whenever. And you're like, I literally could have... I could have got a takeaway. Where does it end as well? It's like the fruit comes out when it's ready. Um, we did a big batch this morning uh, about eight <laughs> hours ago. Uh, it's freezing, by the way. But it does come yes, out when it's ready. Yes. You just weren't here. It's like, well, no, I've Sorry, come out when I'm ready. can you pop it in the ready. microwave? Can you just come into the kitchen and pop it in the microwave before you want to eat it? Yeah, the other one is, um, have you guys been here before? And then... Um, uh, we recommend sort of four to when it, the, the plates are like sixteen pounds each. Being like, we recommend like four to five small plates per person. And so I think if that's your recommendation, I just wish they had no menus and they just brought many bits to the table. You know, to be like, yeah. this is what we suggest. Here are your many bits, rather than you having to be like, here are my complimentary tiny small plates that you recommend in a big. You know, do you find that that when they say, have you been here before? Whenever they say, have you been here before? I've like almost feel defensive about the question and I was like yeah even when I haven't and then I don't know the process and like, oh, I'll yeah. get my food I always say see again here I am see I fucked it I, listen I wanted to I, first I must say that I am very well behaved about the asking for tables I've got really quick eyes and I identify it before I would, wouldn't let us sit down and then say this was wrong I would say yeah. as we were I would say, is there any chance we could have that table by the window? And look, aren't I adorable? And then I, uh, when they say, have you been here before? I say, yes, but do give us your spiel. <laughs> do tell us if you wish. 
And then I, and then I, and then, well, it was ever, you did ever so well. Basically, I become a sort of eight-year-old woman I'm seeing now, as I, as I. Yes, so like explains. you're like training them as well. Like, oh, you did so well. That was a great. That spin. was and, and, and as a waiter, I can say they fucking love that. <laughs> they love it <laughs> being marked. So when you're ordering things like that, like what are things that you would avoid that you would make sure sure that you're doing like what are things that annoy you about we're going through the whole process here the ordering thing is it fine to be like what would you order to turn it back on the waiter i like i like that i like eating out in america where that that's Mm. like a normal thing that's a normal thing to do in the states it's like what do you recommend because they've all been most of them have been trained and they know the menu and they've eaten the menu they've been trained to have a recommendation for people i just like that it feels like a bit of pageantry what what's the restaurant Mm. known for I want to know the signature yeah. dish. I want to know all of that. Yeah, I guess, absolutely. What should I, what should I not be missing? Mm, exactly. I agree. And I think we have, the, the States have such a fantastic attitude to service that I, it is a skill and it's an experience and here's your tap water as soon as you sit down, how's everyone's day and here are the things and what can I recommend? And you have to know the menu as soon as you come in, you have to know your specials off by heart, all of this. Whereas in Britain, you know, we're so just like, <laughs> here it is. Like, here's your peas. Um, years ago in Canada, in a in a truck stop on the side of the highway, in like the depth of winter, in this like a it was called it's the Husky stop. It's like a tiny tiny truck stop, and um, a lady. We stopped there for some food, and I said, "What what do you recommend?" And this lady was like, "Honey, I'm gonna bring you the pierogies and the soup." And then she like went off and made me this meal, and I was like, "That," and it was the most delicious meal I've ever eaten. And a woman to just be like, "I'm not even gonna let you look at the menu. This is what you need. This is what we do best. Here they come for you." And I was just like, "Yes, thank you." Yeah. I think about her all the time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. I find it very difficult when people when people take so, like so so long to decide. It's like they've never been to a restaurant, they can't cope with yeah. a map. But that is possibly because I'm vegan, so I've only ever got one option. So I'm always like sure. that the mushroom risotto or the eggless the eggless egg, please. But it's don't like don't start the ordering interaction 
until you're ready to order. Don't like, and I've been in that situation before. They come over and then you don't want to send people away again. And then, but then you panic order. Mm. That's all you can do. Don't hang around. Don't do it. Like there's someone standing there still. I, I don't understand that thing of going like, hmm, well, yeah, I'm stuck between three things, actually. It's like there's a human <laughs> being standing there who has other stuff to do. Just pick one of the things. Oh, God. Yeah. Yes, I, yeah. I, 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 oh, I can't decide which peas you want. <laughs> How many peas? You know, I didn't. I didn't pick this podcast topic, and I can see now it's a real character assassination. <laughs> you guys basically just wanted to pick all the things I do in a restaurant that's bad. No, no, no. But this is what we we actually talked about it in the uh, what's the word assertiveness episode, which we, which was really interesting about mm. how it doesn't necessarily is a bad thing, but like you, we use restaurants in that as a thing of oh, actually that's uh, that's um, an example of struggling with, with with assertiveness. And also this is the same thing because it's like you have food envy and you're so worried about not getting the right getting thing. Getting it wrong. Yeah, it's as yeah. if... And I, I've been in a rest. I've been in many restaurants with you and it, it's often like... Um, it's often like you are going to die the moment you've eaten and this is the last meal you'll ever have. So yes, the, the, yes, yes. Well, I might, Stevie. Do you, do you read in advance? Do you go on the website, the restaurant website, and do you read the menu in advance? This is new to me. I did not know people did this. I didn't know if it was even possible. And I've discovered it in the last year. And it's been an absolute game changer. It's taken all yeah. that pressure off of me. I, I arrive now being like, okay, I've had a chance to study. It's not a. It's not an actual panic when they bring the paper. It feels like an exam where they hand the menu over and then you turn your papers over. And then I like turn it over and I'm like, go, 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 go. <laughs> Quick, quick, quick! What are, you know? Asking for extra paper <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> now, before I launch into my next, I was going to launch into another diatribe against a certain thing that I don't like in the way people order. But I want Please. to check that you don't do it first, Tessa. Listen, if say it, and it's going to be me. Do you do you try and change the dishes? Are you a dish changer? I feel this is like an episode of intervention. Like you've like joke, you've got me on this podcast thinking we're going to have a nice time, and actually, and actually are you a dish changer? Yes, yes, yes. Can I can okay. I have can I have the full cooked breakfast, but with the toast and the egg, and can I swap my avocado for bacon? Yep, yes, that's me. Okay, yes. it's. Yes. A full English breakfast is the only time when yes. that's allowed. That is fine. That's fine. But any other any other way of doing it. Why is that your rule? Because it's multiple because uh, components. Okay. okay. It's lots of things, yeah. Whereas when it's like, oh, can I have Thai red curry, but with the green curry vegetables in it, and instead of rice, can I have potatoes? And also, can I have no curry paste? Can I actually have a piece of toast? That sounds delicious. <laughs> yes, please, can I have that? Right, okay, yes. Oh, God, you guys. Uh... I'm the worst guy. It's not the worst. I think it's just like, it's so special to me to go out and I just want it to be nice. <laughs> I think it's like, and I, I just... It's very funny. Know. I didn't foresee this happening genuinely at all. Oh, uh, well, Tessa, <laughs> what, what, things, uh, what, what things frustrate you? About, so maybe it's not no. just me and Ed just saying your personality. <laughs> what things frustrate you about, or what things would you perceive as being well, negative in a restaurant? So my thing is is not if I was go, was dining with somebody and this is a very sweeping gender statement that like men often would would just like look you know my test my test paper anxiety and they just look at their test and they say like and then they throw it down and it's really like it's done I've picked so I'm like <laughs> and then the waiter comes over and to me I'm like no of co- of course not but they're like yeah are we ready and then I'm like yes okay this one you know so I think it's that. Um, 
I just want the going out to be a whole experience, you know, <laughs> the whole thing and the chatting and the looking at stuff. It's not just about like getting the food. Like I think it's like, so, you know, just getting too hungry and then being like, we're here to eat. Being like, we're not here to eat. We're here to do all the stuff, you know. It's theatre. Maybe that's, it's theatre, but maybe that's the, um, maybe I'm bad. Maybe I'm wrong again. No, I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. You've got wrong. to discuss, you've got to discuss the menu, right? It's, you know, work yeah. out what you're going to have, what sides you're going to have with that. Are you going to split two things? Are you going to have a dessert after maybe? Do you want to say, yeah, all of yeah. that discussion is valid. My only issue is when they come along uh, and say, what do you want? And you're like, I want this, but can you sub out this and put this in and change this? And how spicy is it? Actually, I don't want that at all. Uh, I want, I want an egg. <laughs> Okay, right. Okay, this is a turning point in my life. When I write my memoirs, I'll discuss this moment, which is me never, ever doing that in a restaurant ever, ever again. I'll enter. I'll choose the third thing down. I'll point at it. I won't even look and I'll I'll eat that. And every time I'll think to Ed Gamble and I'll just like that. (laughs) Yeah, good. Good, actually. No, I'd hate that. That's it. There's not, I'll never, I'll never enjoy a meal again. Oh my God. (laughs) That's the end. Shit. Okay. I just. Uh, yeah. I love. I yeah, absolutely has. love it. <laughs> I think. I promise. I think you are allowed once sub. You are also celiac. Mm-mm. There you go. Why haven't you, Why haven't you pulled Good. the celiac card out, Tessa? Come on. Well, you didn't pull diabetes, so we didn't. I thought we weren't. You know, I thought Good it wasn't all holds but You know, you I you mean, but, you yeah. must have so many issues that you and you. If you cannot sub, then how dare I sub? You know. Yeah, but it's the, it's it's a different thing though. Like, there's not one food stuff that is in there. It's gonna make me. I don't. I don't know what happens to you. Puff up, puff up, and go blue. But I'm not gonna puff up <laughs> and go me, blue yeah. if I have a certain thing. Um, I just yeah, need like to judge right. what I order. Yeah, but, but so do you, you never know say, beforehand. Like, to I put have your stuff the fish in. curry with extra jelly babies. You know. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. But you can eat sugar as a diabetic. That's like a myth. Yeah. You can eat whatever you like as long as you put in the stuff beforehand then you're fine yeah. and you can even pop it in after if you and there's not going to be like a secret invisible thing that <laughs> makes me feel ill whereas i guess if you seal it you need to make sure that yeah you know there's not wheat in it or whatever yeah. so that's fine to ask those questions and certainly do some subbing there i really feel like we've destroyed your spirit tessa and that was not my <laughs> is hilarious okay let's go back to the oh, kind of God. experience of the dining thing so you've that we've dealt with ordering so I've got something, so something happened about a year ago that really uh, shook me to my core. And again, I'm sorry, Tess, it wasn't you who did this. I'm sorry if you've done this in your life, but I don't it think you was. do do this at all. Um, so we ordered, so we were like out and it was like a tapas place and we like ordered some stuff. We ordered loads of different bowls, having a great time, having drinks. And then the waitress came over to get the stuff. And my friend was like, oh yeah, like I kind of feel uncomfortable when I, if I haven't eaten something, the way it's like, oh, did you not like that? I find that quite difficult because it's like, well, I don't really want to make you feel bad, but obviously I didn't like it. That's why I didn't eat it. But she actually didn't say anything. And my friend went, oh, um, yeah, those are really oily and badly cooked. And then just continued talking. And I actually wanted to like, my asshole went inside. I actually, at that point, I had like inception asshole. I found it so difficult to focus on the rest of the evening. How do you do with if you don't like a meal or if you don't like an element of it? Do you sort of... Are you very vocal about that? It really depends. Probably not at that stage. If they were taking the plates away and stuff, I wouldn't bother saying anything. I think it's fairly obvious yeah. if you've if you've left it that you, you didn't like it. But maybe if it came and it was so obvious, there was something wrong with it. I tell you what, I do do. If I've ordered like if I've ordered a steak and it's not clearly not cooked 
the way that I've asked for. I will say, I'm really sorry, this is this is a bit overcooked for me, or I'm really sorry, this is a bit rare, or whatever. Um, mm. But oh, I don't know. I don't. I don't think I'd go. This is really oily and badly cooked, especially if it like was amongst well, other dishes. If something like that does come out, and you're like, oh, I, I, I always kind of try and say because I, as a waitress, when I was like serving people, and they'd go, this pigeon has it still has its head on or something i'd be like okay but it would feel very like they were shouting at well they were shouting at me when yeah. i have yeah, not yeah, cooked yeah. it so i very much complained about could you tell the chef that this is a little bit too, and i think the could you tell the chef is quite sometimes quite a nice thing to say because it shows that you're aware that the waitress didn't just go and cook that pigeon with its head on an excellent example from me Tessa, how do you feel? I would, I would never. They'd, ha, it, ha, it would have to be like bits of broken glass in a meal before I <laughs> said it was bad. I've eaten a, I, I've eaten a roast once in tears. Fine, <laughs> uh, yeah. I wouldn't have sent it back, um, or, or complained, or said anything because I think it is that of like the waitress is not hasn't made it, and and then it's that horrible thing of like you know that there's no the chain of command here. It's like you didn't fuck this up. You haven't brought this bad oily dish. Like you, I mean, you did a fantastic job. You delivered it to the table uh, as you were supposed to. I remember once. Um, I served a man um, a lasagna, which he, he ate the whole thing out of this. And then he gave me back a completely empty plate. And then he said, that was absolutely disgusting. <laughs> I was like, right, well, <laughs> it feels late in the game for you to relay yeah. that to me. I was literally, I remember just looking at this empty plate being like, what okay what do you want me to do now you can't just claim it was bad at the end and then be like i'm not paying for that i'm like do you want a different lasagna you've eaten i mean it feels for you like you're full mate like so i wouldn't no i wouldn't i wouldn't ever send something back and because yeah and i, I wouldn't be i would never be rude to the and people being rude to wait staff or people being dismissive or, or mean in any way or, or makes my makes my stomach turn over yeah. and I think is makes you really you really judge a person if they're if they're rude and you know if they're rude yeah, like that there's so many different ways to be rude the thing that I found the most frustrating oddly which I wouldn't have thought I did was when people were overly congratulatory to me for doing anything so I would like bring water and they'd be like well done I'd be like yeah, like Okay, like I would find that so like someone. I remember someone asked me about the desserts, and I just told them what the desserts were because there were four desserts, and that was the restaurant I worked in. And they were like, "Go you!" And I was like, "Oh, you? Oh, I don't know." For some reason, that you feel like then you feel really yeah. small, and I don't know why. How how do you feel? How do you feel about this? Is this rude or is this just insane? Right, <laughs> and um, this is something my dad. I see my dad do on more than one occasion, and. <laughs> I'm getting to the stage of life where now I think I understand it a little bit more. And also I'm having that feeling in restaurants sometimes. And I, I want to not say anything, but I feel like it's bubbling up. And by the time I hit 40, it's just going to start coming out. Um, so it's when you're in a slightly nicer place, maybe, and you've ordered a bottle of wine and they've made it very clear that part of their job as, as waiting staff is to come over and top your wine up so they might even oh. put the bottle of wine somewhere else right yeah. and it's not Oof. now I, yeah. people watching might think that this is going like my dad's going to be like w w please bring the wine why why aren't you bringing the wine it's if they're doing too much so yes. like he'll come like the waiter will come over or whatever uh, and pour a bit of glass of wine or top up the water or come and just rearrange the cutlery or just do something <laughs> my dad will and very politely but this is such a weird thing to hear go can you actually not come over so much? You're actually doing you're actually doing too much waiting right now. 
Do you know what I mean? Like, it's I such did. a weird thing to care I about. But it's just, like, please, in a way, just don't do your job for a little bit. Yes. It feels so yes. bad to say that because it's like a lovely restaurant and they're yeah. doing so much business, but it's too much business. Yeah. The thing of like that sort of silver service level of like attention and thing, when it when it misses its mark, it's so much more obvious than just like cheap and cheerful basic service. Like when I was, for my 21st birthday, me and my mum went to the Manoir, which is that Raymond Blanc. It's really, but it's like really nice and it's famous for its service that they don't, they somebody who somebody takes your order and someone different brings the meal and they just no one says like who ordered the fish they just place it straight away in front of you because on their little list in the kitchen they wrote like man in yellow rupert bear shirt lady with ponytail you know they wrote a little note about you so you oh no that's my so nightmare you, the note is the nightmare the, i know can i tell you how they do it they don't yeah. do that but they just have a, a line for the table and then they write the order our waitress said she it was on they wrote rupert bear shirt that they, oh my they, god! Because I remember so her. Your mum was wearing a rupert shirt. Point- I'm so sorry. No, no. <laughs> I remember her pointing because it's only me and my mum, so it wasn't tricky. They were just being like younger, older. But like she, she pointed at a table of maybe twenty women from the WI who all looked like absolutely identical, and she was like, "That's a nightmare." <laughs> being like, they all look the same. But that that experience, like you know, you, you your water glass, you wouldn't even know they were there, and suddenly your water glass was full, and as though everything was like by yeah. magic. And so when it's like when it is, but like the level of skill that it takes to be at that level is so high and so much training and so much like you know just oh a napkin oh sir oh a wonderful choice you know we ordered the tap water and they said a fantastic decision ladies and we're like thank you, thank you so much uh. and, like, and so therefore when that sort of it aims at silver service like the wine that's somewhere else and then they sort of come around with the hand behind the back in this very sort of pretentious way that you're like this is we're all very aware of this now and rather than it being to eat, uh, an aid to our meal is actually becoming quite a, a hindrance. Yeah. So I can un- absolutely understand where your dad is coming from. Isn't it like a, a really good way to you, at those at that level? You shouldn't really even know that they're there. Like they should be like you should be like I've just been drinking this one glass of wine all night and I'm absolutely hammered. Like, yeah, that be that's like, yes, that. exactly I love that. that. I love of, that. That's it. That's it, isn't it? Of being like I've only that's had one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think we've hit upon the nucleus of uh, excellent services. <laughs> just getting you secretly you had one glass of wine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Secret, yeah, secret sneaky piss being like what a lovely time I've had <laughs> I find um, napkin stuff quite awkward as well like if they're in a posh yeah. place and they you sit down and then they pop just it's very I find it passive aggressive you sit down and they're like just yeah <laughs> mm. cover up your dick you pig like that just <laughs> attitude of that's what they mean happen. as well yeah that's what they mean you're gonna spill that all over your penis that's what they mean cover up your dick you pig <laughs> going to the end of the, of the podcast before we go i feel like we, we should say um percentage tipping how, how much do you, how much is is correct um i'd say if you have uh coppers don't bother uh loads and in cash because yeah. so often the credit card tips go are split to the business but so i do cash whenever i can. cash pop it in your bra all your boxes and then you can just well i saw somebody once um somebody and i've tried to do this my entire life i mean now's the time to learn how to do it somebody tipped me once an origami their money in an origami swan like they'd made a 10 pound note into an origami swan and left it on the table for me it just feels like the start of a hustle it just feels like you've been hustled again <laughs> it feels like start of a <laughs> it really they does. got me again but yeah I, maybe i should learn to do it so i can um tip in swans again <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think people love... To be honest, I would love a swan. That's, that's a very nice thing to do. So 10% is the is what... Is apparently the average where people do, but I try and do 15, but it's quite hard to work out when you're drunk. But 15, 20? Do you 20? 
Well, quite often on the I try and do bill, it's always. like lumped in, right? But then I never know if that's real yes. or not. It just says mm. it says twelve point five percent. But then, yeah, you try and tip like fifteen to twenty in cash. But then, who has cash now? You know, that's very difficult. The Ameri- the American system very much has this thing of like twenty percent is standard, and then when you either on your bill or or the cash machine or whatever when you have to, the machine to do it it'll say like 20 minutes it'll be like or lower you disgusting peasant like <laughs> yes. do you are you you actively want to make me make sure okay okay so like it's a very passive aggressive but that's, like, that's because on. the wages are so low right so they're making all their so money low, off yes, tips absolutely. so when I'm in America I tip massive because in the back of my head I'm thinking well I'm feeding your child right now please take everything yes, I yes. have yeah we have come to the end we have to stop thank you so much Ed, for I wish we could go out for dinner us. now, guys. Yeah, I know. Too. I could show you what I've learned. So hungry. <laughs> I'm so hungry. And I also want to show you how good I am at just point, pointing at something now and, and ordering it. Grabbing a good table, but in like a nice yeah. way. Awesome. 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 Thank you so much. You can find us at Nobody Panic Pod, but you probably know that. I'm at Steve M. The S is a five. I'm at Tessa Coates. The Gmail is Nobody Panic Podcast. Gmail.com. Ed, do you want to at Ed Gamble Comedy on Twitter and on Instagram. Thank you so much, guys, and uh, have a great week. Right, See guys. you again. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and uh, it might be, I, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.